0: Of visitation, hear the spirit
1: call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupong. Be blessed as you listen. Come, let us enter in. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for this opportunity to hear your word. I pray for open heavens over this atmosphere. I pray that every heart will be opened and receptive to your word this morning. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over every workings of the enemy in the minds and the hearts of the people of God. We take authority over the atmosphere and we declare a supernatural injunction on any activity of the enemy. We declare that the hearts and the minds of the people of God are sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their father through the word this morning. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we put our hands together for the Lord? Oh, your clap is weak. It's as if you are still in bed. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. This morning, I have a brief word for you. And I'm trusting God that it will be a blessing unto somebody. I've, I've been debating in my spirit as to what exactly to preach. Until I got here, I wasn't sure, but I know what to say. Hallelujah. Yeah. I believe somebody in this early rain service needs this particular word that the Lord has dropped into my spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Turn with me to the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 1. Verse 6. Philippians chapter 1. And the verse number 6 now this is a profound statement that the apostle paul is making and paul was actually making this statement in prison when things weren't at their best i mean prison is not the best place to be <laughs> hallelujah and paul made this statement in prison to a church that he had birthed in philippi and he's saying here that being confident of this very thing That he which began a good work in you will perform it until the day of jesus christ hallelujah another version says he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it hallelujah and today that is the word for somebody in this auditorium that There is something God has started in your life. There is something that you can attribute to the hand of God. There is something that you look at and you are like, this one was God. It was the hand of God and it is the doing of God. And I'm here to announce to you that the one who began a good work will be faithful to complete it. Hallelujah. You see, it's annoying when somebody starts something and doesn't finish. Can you imagine somebody starts sweeping? and you leave the rubbish you gather the rubbish and you leave it there it's a very annoying thing amen or you know there are some people who can't stand it when somebody eats and leaves half of the food in the plate and leaves it in the kitchen you started a good thing which is eating, eating is a good thing hallelujah but you were not faithful enough to complete it you left it in the kitchen, cockroaches invaded it, rats invaded it it made the kitchen smell Hallelujah. So, we don't like incomplete things in our life. You don't like it when a gentleman shows so much interest in you. He starts visiting you, he starts texting you at odd hours, he invites you for lunch on Valentine's Day of all days. He has started a good work, he has started a good thing, he has gotten you excited but suddenly the calls reduce you call him he doesn't pick he sends you i'll call you back after three days no answer from him he has started a good work but he hasn't been faithful to complete it and certain things are annoying oh i'm the only one who finds certain things annoying oh they're very, very very annoying when you start something you must finish it hallelujah yeah So it's annoying when something is started and it is not finished. But this scripture is telling us that this is not the nature of God. When God starts something, he is faithful, he sticks to it, he sticks to the plan, he doesn't divert, he doesn't waver. He sticks to the plan to the end and he is faithful to complete it. I'm sure if you sit in your life right now and you analyze, there are certain things you can attribute to the hand of God. look at these things and you say this one it is that law's doing this one is not the arm of flesh this one is not because of connections this one is not because of who i am this one is not because of who i know it is just god doing his own thing and after you have identified that thing be assured of the fact that if it is not already completed god will be faithful to complete it once he has put his hand to the plow he will be faithful to see it to a logical conclusion hallelujah he himself told us that if a man puts his hand to the plow and he looks back there are a lot of scriptures that show that God doesn't have that kind of nature aside this one he says if a man puts his hand to the plow and he looks back he is not fit for the kingdom that means if you commit yourself to something you say this thing I'm doing it and you look back and you waver you are not fit for the kingdom so the God who is telling us this will not turn back and do the opposite. Hallelujah. He will not turn back and do the opposite. You see, the reason why God will complete what he has started is that he's the only one who has the advantage of knowing the end from the beginning. Anything God starts, he knows the end before he starts it. That's why he's the Alpha and the Omega. If it is a race, he has finished running the race, he knows the time within which he ran the race, even before the status gun blasts. That is why we have a term called to unexpected end. There is an unexpected end because God knows the end from the beginning and whatever he has started with you, God is going to see it through to that expected end. Hallelujah. Ah. You see, sometimes between God starting the thing and he finishing, there may be mountains in between. There may be valleys in between. There may be rough paths in between. There may be take forests to navigate but the word of the Lord stands sure, hallelujah he will never leave you in the middle of the journey he will not start a race with you and forsake you in the middle of the journey, it is not in his nature to do that God doesn't do that when he starts something he keeps his hand on it and he sees it to a logical conclusion That means if you look into your life and you can see that by some means god has kept you alive by some means god has started a healing in your life by some means god has started a certain process today i want to assure you that god will not start something and leave it in the middle he will see it to a logical conclusion he'll finish it see unless of course it wasn't god who started it but if it was god who started it this church for example i've told you several times that god is the founder of the church i don't like being called the founder of, of overflow worship center i don't like being introduced as that because jesus christ himself is the founder it wasn't part of my plans in life to come and start a church no so it is a work that god himself started and I know, I I have this confidence, whenever there are challenges I tell my pastors that look, when challenges come, God always turns it to our advantage when it looks like things are adverse situations or adversities, some way somehow God just turns it to our advantage hallelujah he will see it to a logical conclusion right now we are seriously pursuing an agenda of a year by this time, we should be in our own um, what do you call it, auditorium one night i was just there and the lord just kept putting this bed in the look we need to get land we need to get land. that day when i got up i knew that after work i have to drive through La and look for land so after work i just sat in my car and i started driving through La and the first bend that i took i saw a signpost land for sale that means god has started something hallelujah and i drove to the place land that had been walled and gated and i felt in my spirit that this should be it i told my pastors about it we went there we looked at it they also felt fine in their spirit we decided to call find out the price it was a huge price and all of that but you see god has started a process and he will be faithful to complete it we will buy that land hallelujah we will purchase that land. That land will be in our name. It will be, and we will put up a beautiful, cute, nice auditorium on it. That will be ours. And we will have access to it 24-7. Hallelujah. Yeah. I've made the architect start the design already. In faith that we will definitely buy that land. We will buy it. We'll finish buying it. I've made them design auditorium with a gallery because our numbers will increase hallelujah our numbers will increase we, we will not be able to occupy the ground floor we will need a gallery and there's a third tier that will have offices and you know things children's service you have different age group you know um auditoriums and a, a place for teen church and choir you have a recording studio in there so that when God drops a song a worship song you record it and the whole world can be blessed with it I've even told them to add a gym cause body exercises profitedly <laughs> add a gym I've told them add a shop so that on Sunday ladies you can do your shopping there instead of going to give the money to shop right you bring it into the house of the Lord so that the money stays in the kingdom of God you know to be so isn't it a good plan it's a good plan don't you Want a church with a small, nice restaurant? You can sit and chat and have a nice time and eat. He who has begun a good work will be faithful to complete it. If God has started it, He will complete it, He will bring it to a logical conclusion. Because you see, some of these things I mean, land in Latabia is expensive. When they mention the price, huh? one land in Latabia can get you 24 plots in Kazwa. But the question is, is the church ready to move to Kaswa? No.
0: <laughs>
1: so the God who started us in Okoshi will plant us here and give us a place in Okoshi Hallelujah! Yeah, when God starts something, He finishes it. And you see, this building project will see miracles, we'll see the hand of God, we'll see God do strange things. Some of the strange things will come through you. They'll come through you oh i thought you say amen because if i'm saying god will do strange things through you, i don't mean you go and take a saw and dig the ground though. that god will bless you with some serious crazy money and you write some serious crazy texts and you donate some serious crazy money to ensure that the agenda of god comes to pass some strange doors are about to open to you look this year of open heaven anything is possible don't look at yourself as disadvantaged. Don't look at yourself as as inferior because when the heavens are open and there is that connection with divinity, anything is possible. Anything and everything is possible. Don't count yourself out. Let's see what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Give me King James version. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Under open heavens anything is possible anything is possible he said I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to the man of understanding nor yet favor to the man of skill but time and chance happened to them all hallelujah this scripture is best for a year like this where the heavens are open and everything is possible everything is possible in academics everything is possible in ministry everything is possible in your life you you know you know during the fasting and prayer the first day I was led by the spirit of God to make certain declarations about sanctifying certain days that there will be no contention about certain days there was somebody in the meeting who claimed it for her brother who was struggling with marriage at the age of 42 was was not married and she said, I claim it for him this year. Nothing will contend with him getting married. So after the meeting, she called the brother. And this was like getting to the ending of January or middle of January. She called the brother. He said, brother, when are you getting married? He said, hmm, uh, this is... A... And they all joked that, okay, 19 February. He said, "19 February. It was like a joke. And he said, okay, it's like you're joking with your brother. I mean, if you're in January and he hasn't set a date... means there's no plan for marriage it's a 19th february and she had claimed the fact that whatever day God had ordained for him to get married nothing will stop it and that that day is sanctified I was there and she sent me pictures on the 19th of February the brother actually got married in a wedding ceremony in their sitting room when God speaks and when God begins to move there is nothing on earth that can stop him And I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever God has said concerning your life, whatever promise God has made in your life, whatever prophetic word has come forth in your life, may the spirit of the Lord watch over it and ensure that it is delivered in the realm of reality without any hindrance. The rest is not for the sweet, nor the battle for the strong. But you see, give me NLT for that one. I like the way NLT put it in fact for this scripture NLT is the best rendition NLT it said I have observed something else under the sun the fastest runner doesn't always win the race and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle the wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy and those who are educated don't always lead successful lives it is all decided by chance by being in the right place at the right time i pray for you that in this year of open heavens you will be in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right things the rest is not for the sweet and that is possible because the hand of the lord is in it if the hand of the lord can come upon elijah And he would defy physics by being able to accelerate and overtake a king's chariot. Anything is possible by the hand of God and anything is possible by the spirit of God. It happened because the hand of the Lord came upon him. The Bible said the hand of the Lord came upon something and he took the jawbone of an ass and in a short time killed 1,000 men. A 1,000 shall fall by your side. Ten thousand by your right hand, and it shall not come nigh thee. The race is not for the sweat the battle is not for the strong. He said, "The fastest runner doesn't always win the race." The time when Usain Bolt was champion of the world, hundred meters, for many years nobody had beaten him, and there was this gentleman called Johan Blake. Who was his training partner and he was the second fastest man in the world they got to the world championship final to determine who the world champion was supposed to be and just before that championship the iaf had changed the rules for disqualification for a race after you know sometimes the runners like to they do what we call a false start in 100 meters Two microseconds can make a difference between who wins and who doesn't win. So sometimes they try to move with the gun so that they can cut some microseconds that they would have used to now get up from the ground and and that can make the difference between them being first and them being second. So sometimes people move too fast, especially when the one firing the gun waits. You know, as as they say, on your marks, get set. Sometimes between the get set and the go, it can take long. So you anticipate that the goal will come and then you go and the gun hasn't gone and they'll say false start before you had to do two false starts in order to be disqualified but they changed the rules and said if you do once you are done and in that race Usain Bolt was the obvious favorite because for years nobody had beaten him that guy by 50 meters if he's ahead nobody can catch him he himself in an interview said it He said, if by 50 meters I am ahead, there is no human being in this world who can catch me. Yeah, may may you have something you can boast about like that one day. That you are the best at something in the entire world. And there was a lot of pressure on Usain Bolt from the press to break his own world record. And to do that, he needed to have a very good start. You see, if you've seen Usain Bolt before, he's a very tall guy normally sprinters 100 meters runners are not that tall they are short and it's because the time you use to get up can make a very big difference in whether you are first second or third and this man is six foot five i am six feet he's six foot five so you can imagine the time it takes for him to get off the ground and actually start accelerating in spite of all of that they still couldn't beat him so he knew in order to beat his own world record he will have to have a very good start so some way somehow he mistimed his start and they said he had a false start so they showed him a card and said go away and then suddenly i saw johan blake his jogging changed. ah time and chance this is my opportunity the jogging changed. he started shaking his hands on himself he started imagining the gold medal he had been imagining silver medal his whole time this whole time he saw a chance this year you'll see a certain chance This year, a certain opportunity will come. This year, God will create a certain situation and I pray that you you will be in the right position to take advantage of the chances that shall come your way. Time and chance happening to them all. In this year, there's nothing like favoritism. The heaven is open over everybody. It's the one who is prepared to take their chance is the one who is prepared to take the bull by the horn is the one who is prepared to walk through that open door sometimes we see open doors and we are still marking time shall I enter, shall I not enter but I pray that this year you will have discernment that you will know the difference between a trap and an open door and that when a true open door comes you will not deliberately around it but you will enter to possess your possession this year some opportunities will come eh? if you joke joke you joke joke around the season will pass there are some things if you want to do it is this year you must start them because the heavens are open favor is in abundance grace is in abundance some of you the gentlemen, there are some proposals Is this year you must give if you let this open heavens because the truth is that under normal circumstances you shouldn't have a chance (laughs) under normal circumstances and normal logic you probably don't stand a chance look what I'm saying I'm serious and it's not only with proposal there are certain things that under normal circumstances and following logic you shouldn't have a chance at them but this year I prophesy in the name of Jesus that that which is supposed to be impossible by virtue of your positioning by virtue of your educational background by virtue of your family background will be made possible by virtue of the open heavens we are operating under if you believe that it's your person, shout amen. It will be possible. Under open heavens, when God starts something, He is faithful to complete it. He said, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry. You are wise, but you will not go hungry. Hallelujah. God will give you divine ideas. Interesting ideas. Nowadays people are doing things, selling things. Selling mashkenke, doing that. May God put some idea into your mind that that, that will break the chains of of consistent lack and consistent borrowing and consistently being morose. And the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Being skillful is not a guarantee that you'll be wealthy, but you see, our story is different because the hand of the Lord is in it. Our skill is from above, ours is a mashak anointing, it is a grace that God has placed upon us. And once God has placed the day and He has started that good thing, He will be faithful to complete it this year. Greatness is beckoning at people. Greatness is calling people. I pray that you answer to that call. Oh, I pray that you answer to that call. There are things that will happen to you this year that will have repercussions for the rest of your life. There are things that will happen this year that will place you on a certain pedestal for the rest of your life. Permanently. Something that cannot be contested. Something that cannot be changed. Something that cannot be altered. Neither in heaven, or on earth, or under the earth, or from your father's house or your mother's house, it cannot be changed. It cannot be changed. Because we're in the year of open heavens, a year of open heavens. When God starts a thing, He's faithful to complete it. That marriage that He has begun, God will be faithful to complete it. God will take it to where it is supposed to be. It doesn't matter if there are storms along the way, it doesn't matter if there are valleys along the way, it doesn't matter if there are takes forests to navigate along the way. But as it was God who started it, He will see it to a logical conclusion. You'll see it to a logical conclusion. That relationship you have started that you are believing will end in marriage. By the grace of God, it will end in marriage. If it was God who started it, it will end in marriage. It doesn't matter what opposition you get, it doesn't matter what envy you encounter it doesn't matter who tries to lie about you to discredit you in front of the one you are supposed to marry if it was the hand of God that started it God is going to see it to a logical conclusion today I want you to look into your life and identify the things that you know it was God that started and leave this place with the confidence that as he started it he will be faithful to complete it he will not leave you in the middle of the road he will not leave you along the way he will hold your hand and be by you every step of the way he said I will neither leave you nor forsake you I will be with you until the end of the ages as the journey has begun with him stay with him in the storms. stay with him in the valleys stay with him in the mountains sometimes the problem is that we leave God we divorce God in the middle of the journey that is why the journey doesn't come to a logical conclusion. But if you will stick with Him, if you will trust Him, even in the difficult situations, if you will look up onto the hills from whence cometh your help, and your help cometh from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth, if you will not put your trust in the arm of flesh and you will continue to trust the Lord, He will see it to a logical conclusion. And today, I prophesy into your life that the Lord will give you tenacity of purpose whatever journey the lord has started with you you may be in the valley moment by now but no valley goes down permanently there is an upward turn always in a certain valley and i see somebody moving to the upward turn in their valley there is a, a point of inflection there is there is an upward moving in the spirit which shall begin to manifest in the physical you will not give up on the way when the enemy hits you on the left and hits you on the right You shall remain steadfast and you shall be like Mount Zion. You shall be unmovable. You shall be unshakable. You cannot be taken out of your place. You cannot be convinced out of stopping to believe God. I see the tenacity of God and God is making your forehead as hard as a flint. Whether it's in marriage, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your academics. You are a warrior that will never give up. You will not stop fighting in the middle. And the spirit that was upon Eliazar, the son of Dodai, where he was in the middle of the battle, and he wanted to give up, he wanted to leave the sword. But the Bible said the sword was transfixed to his hand. He held on to the sword, he continued to still slay, he continued to kill. I see that spirit of the warrior, I see you as the battle axe of the Lord. You are not giving up in the middle of the battle because the mighty general himself, the one who knows no defeat. The Lord God in the undefeated himself, the commander in chief of heaven's armed forces. Oh, the mighty general, the one who by a strong hand led the people of Israel out of the captivity of Egypt. The mighty general who by a blast of his nostrils caused the Red Sea to open, who make a way where there seems to be no way. That
2: same God caused the river Jordan to roll back. Today I prophesy that every opposition will roll back in your favor in the name of Jesus. Be they waters, be their rivers, be they mountains, be they hills, be they ridges. Ah, you will soar with the wing of an eagle. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and shall not faint and the bible said once has he said and twice have we heard that power belongs to god and i declare upon your life that the only power that is at work in your life is the power of jehovah is the power of elohim is the power of El Gibor, is the power of him who sits on the circles of the earth and dwells in an unapproachable life and the heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool that is the god that reigns in your life that is the god that reigns supreme in your life that is the god that lives in you i tell you today that you have the tenacity to go through any difficult thing not by might not by power, but by the spirit of God that dwells in you. Lift up your voice, begin to pray right now. Tap into that grace. Tap into that tenacity that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. You will continue to hold the hand of God. You will continue to walk with God. You will continue to run with God. You will not leave God on the wayside because he is not prepared to leave you he will not leave you he will not forsake you the end may not have manifested yet yes he has promised that he will never fail as the songwriter said i will adore him i will continue to hang on him because he doesn't promise and he he is called faithful faithful is he that calleth you sometimes it might look like situations are different but he that calleth thee is faithful he will maintain his covenant with you. He is the covenant keeping God. He doesn't waver. He doesn't change. Allah Lift up your voice. Hold on to the word of God promises of Jehovah and the songwriter said it is left with the manifestation of the word of God Ah, he is a true God Le Celebrantanabaha, La Tocasota Mater, Le Celebrantanabarabasuka, Papa, Papa, Leke Papa, Leke,
0: Papa, Leke, 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 Leke,
1: 024 873 7252 or on our Facebook page, the Overflow Worship Center. stays sled. Overflow!
0: Someone overflow! overflow.